Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> 
Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was uh had my head down and I was uh thinking of what I wanted to say this morning, but uh it, it, it kinda uh it's kinda be something I've lived for a long time. And uh you know, for a long time, you know, I had a lot of faith in people. You know, it's strange, too, because, you know, you know, um, my mother was a Sunday school teacher. So, of course, I grew up around it, knowing uh, scriptures and things like that. Not not a lot of them, but, you know, the ones I retained. But um, having her as a mother was uh, was a huge help in understanding about faith. But even with that, as I grew up, I began to put a lot of faith in people. And, um, you know, I, I figured, uh, you know, just like everybody else, you know, man, if I could just meet this person or if I could just sit down with that person or man, if I could just get this person to hear my idea or man, if just if this person could hear my track or man, if I could just get this in the hands of somebody in the know, I was like everybody else. I thought that way. You know, I actually thought that if I could get in a certain situation with a certain person, that if a certain person were to meet me, that, you know, it could change everything for me. Oh, man. Oh, how wrong I was. Oh, how wrong I was. How long did I spend feeling that way? And how many of you out there possibly have felt that way before? You know, like even in a relationship, this is the person for me. And, you know, you just lay claim to that. You know, not necessarily being a fact, but you just lay claim to it. This is the person for me. This is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. You know, sometimes, you know, we just lay claim to stuff. And it's not always what's in our best interest or it's not always a fact. It's just what we decided we wanted. And I was guilty of that just like anybody else. And I spent a lot of years in my life putting faith in people. Man, if I could tell you anything this morning, it's to stop putting your faith in people. And put your faith in God where it counts the most. I mean, you can get something out of this one. See, here's the deal about a relationship with God. It's the same all the time. He never changes. His word is 100% absolute. His word doesn't have loopholes in it. None of that. It's this is what it is. He's very clear. Now, you can deviate off your end of the bargain, but it don't stop what he says from being true. But if he asked you to do something, if, if God asks you to, to be a certain way, to do a little something a certain way, and you don't do it that way, then, you know, you could still possibly get by for a while. But don't you understand that his end of the deal stays the same? And as long as you're not doing it the way you're supposed to, the results are not going to be what you want it to be. And I did this for years and years and years, and I counted on people. And, uh, you know, I got myself in a lot of situations and I got out one, a dire situation that I'd been in for a number of years. But he had protected me from years prior to that. I didn't even know what was going on. And then he, he made it aware, made me aware of the problem. And then, man, 
Lord have mercy. I was in a dismal situation. And then at the end of the year, I was free, free from it all. But it was a decision that I had made that led up to that. And in and in going through that process, I had to learn something, man. I learned a lot about people. See, if you want to learn about your friends, if you want to learn about your people, people around you, get yourself in some trouble. Get yourself in a situation. Oh, man, you start looking around, man, the field get real clear when you're in trouble. The field clears out when you're in doubt, when you don't know what to do, when you need help. It get real clear on the playing field then, don't it? Oh, but when things is going right, it's time for a party. We throwing a celebration. We 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 going we going to do one down here. Oh man, there's plenty of people on the field. But 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 get yourself in a situation. You find out rather quickly that oh no. Oh no. Everybody ain't here. And that's when I started learning. And I and I'm telling you, I had to start learning this for real until I finally got it to stop putting my faith in people and put all of mine in God where it counts the most. Now, is that to say that there are people that you can't trust? No, that's not what I'm saying. I ain't say you can't trust them, but you can't dump your faith in them. I got it all riding on what he say. I got it all riding on what she say. No, no, uh-uh, no. I hear you saying it, but I'm going to keep my eye on this situation because I hear you saying it. But I'm going to take this faith of mine, and instead of putting it in people, I'm going to put it in God where it counts the most. Because his word is absolute. What he say he's going to do, he's going to do. What he say he's not going to tolerate, he's not going to tolerate. Now, you can make it you can make it tolerable for yourself, but he's not going to tolerate it. And that's just the end of the line. And so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm wondering how many people out there find themselves in a situation like me, or maybe you've gotten yourself in a situation because you put your faith in some people and now you wound up in a different type of situation. Now let me ask you, where them people at? See, every person that I had put my faith in, when I got in trouble, when I got down, I couldn't find them people. Nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. I didn't see a lifeline. I didn't see a, hey man, we coming to get you. I didn't see none of that. No, sir. No, sir. The only one that I found when I was in my deepest trouble, when me and my wife were in our darkest situation, was God. It was the only one. It was the only one who was just right there. Right there all the way through. I mean, comforting us, consoling us, putting, us, putting his arms around us, tucking us under his wings, all of that. All of, it was just him. It was just him. And I'm asking any of you to just do the same. If you look around at the people that you put your faith in and you got in a situation because you had some faith in some people, when you got in that situation, where were those people? Where were they? Nowhere to be found. I have not, I've yet to find those people when I get in trouble. And so I'm asking you, why would you put your faith there when instead you could put your faith in God where it counts the most, and he's always there. Now, let me explain something to you. Because you have this relationship with God, it does not mean, it does not mean now that it won't get, it won't still be a situation. You understand? But what he will do is protect you during that period. He'll cover you during that period that it is a situation. 
he will give you the strength to overcome the situation when it turns into a situation. Then when he, when he cracks it open for you and the sun is bright and shining, what he don't want you to do is when it gets sunny again to forget about him who was there when it was dark for you. See, I used to do that too. You know, I was, oh man, I did it. I'm, I'm telling you right now I did it. But I'm telling you, man, when I learned a very serious lesson and I watched some people I thought were friends of mine just sort of casually remove themselves from the situation. Then I said, okay. Me and Marjorie looked around. We said, okay, it's just me, you, and God. And we started conducting ourselves accordingly. So when it's sunny for us, we remember God. We stay prayerful. We keep talking to him. We thank him for the sunshine. We thank him for the dark days that he allowed us to who allowed us to survive it and turn it into sunny days. And we talk to him constantly to protect us of our future enemies. And that's what the deal is. So if I was everybody, I would stop putting your faith in people and put your trust in God where it really does count the most. It really, really does. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, Steve Harvey Morning Show has now entered the room. Filled it up. And now we're starting. No, that ain't the word. Solid. Solid. But started. Yeah. You put started. And right fill there. me up. And fill me up. And fill me up. And now I'm solid. Hey, solid as a rock. That's why my love is ooh like a rock. Yeah, you want to jump off early. You don't need it to be, you know, something easy. Can you sing? You don't need it to be soft. Sing. Soft yeah. pulls one time. What's your softness? Okay, okay, give me a song. <laughs> you just want to hear. All right, give me a song. <laughs> Give me a song. Solid. Yeah, do solid. <laughs> yeah, the same solid. thing. I said I'm solid. <laughs> That's hey, it's the same thing. Solid as a rock. Uh-uh. That's just lower than lower. That's how my love that's soft. That's Roscoe's soft. That's as soft as you can get. That's just as hard, though. That's just as hard. All right. Hey, man, uh, Roscoe wanted to know if he could come in today. Sure. Because okay. he ain't been in in a while. Okay. Yeah, he th- he because Roscoe said he set out the election. What they got to do with singing? Well, I was just saying that Roscoe wants to come back on the show because he set out doing the election. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. he took a break. Yeah, he took a break. You know, he was out. He was campaigning. Gotcha. Oh, good he was, he was opening up yeah, rallies. Yeah, his whole his whole whole time was in Georgia, uh, campaigning for Stacey Abrams. All right, now. Okay. opening up rallies. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. He did all the rally songs. What songs did he sing? Doom, doom, doom. Doom, 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 doom. Find it. Fight the power. Evil understand it. Ain't no guarantee, no. 
<laughs> you got to fight the powers that be. <laughs> fight it, baby. Oh, uh, come on. Fight the power. Come on, Stacy. Fight it. Come on, Fight the power. Get April. Fight it. Fight. I did that one right there. That was a big hit. Oh, yeah. I'll go over all of them with you when I come back up okay. in here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure being good. What's up, Junior? It's <laughs> my Roscoe, man. What's up, brother? I missed you, man. I missed you, Roscoe. Hey, what's up, Tommy? What's up? What's up, Roscoe? <laughs> Been a minute, baby. Yes, it has. Yes, it oh, has. I'm 32nd. I got I'm coming back on the whole break. <laughs> hey. Hey, Shirley, what's happening, girl? Hey, Roscoe, welcome back. Hey, nothing but no. Well, I don't want to. She probably still here. Hey, what's up, Carly? Hey, Roscoe. Yeah, see, see how the energy drop yeah. off? That ain't what I need. But when I come back, though, hater can't stop me. He coming back. All right, yeah. Um, <laughs> 30 at the house. Roscoe wants to come back and sing yeah, some yeah. more for us. Uh, we'll have that at 32 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when we left off, we had a special guest in the studio. Yeah. Oh, take it over, Roscoe. I'm here with her. What's up, baby? Rocco Wallet ain't been around in a while. You what? know, y'all let that new dude come here, Pimmit. Oh, yeah. Pimmit him took over everything. I can't even get mad. I sure like Pimmit. Pimmit cold, man. Pimmit dude, right? Ha, <laughs> ha. He can't oh, sing, though. <laughs> that one thing about it. He pimp, but he can't write a song. <laughs> Ain't wrote now here. What's going on with him? Anyway, like mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, mm-hmm. I've been a whole sit out and over there working with Steve the Evil. Okay. What happened? Oh, Steve you know, we. Oh, Steve Evil. Yeah, you know, we about to be in a vote off. Yeah, run off. Run off. Yeah, you ain't run off now. You got to vote. You run off, you ain't going to make it. We better go make her in ass, got to vote. We're going to try to get on in, boy. I think she's close enough, you know. Old, old dude, he mad, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what hurt him when I showed up at the rally? He said, I'll be there. How come I can't get a megastar? Yeah, he had a special seasoning sauce he made. Oh, really? Yeah, me and him used to cook ribs together. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. He was like, you actually know him. Oh, we do? Yeah, that actually Ja Rule granddaddy. <laughs> <laughs> See, J-A, we call him Ja. Uh. That's Ja Rule great granddaddy. <laughs> 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 now that get that that together, baby. That yes, boy right there, boy, special. You know, he gifted. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know, I wrote all these hits for her. Uh, that helped her win the election. I would just bust out. Like, she'll be up there campaigning. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd just bust out with a hit. Yeah. Mm. You know. Evil destruction, tax deduction, city inspectors, bill collectors, <laughs> my clothes in the head, population out of here, suicide, too yeah. many bills, hippies moving to the hill, people all over the world shouting in the wall. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and the band played on. <laughs> All the confusion. Oh, and that oh, killed yeah, them man. right there. They love that one. <laughs> Is that the one you open with, Roscoe? Yeah, I, you know, I just bust out whenever I think of something, you know. You know, I just call, whoa! Uh, good God, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Oh, whoa! <laughs> oh, what is it good for? Uh, absolutely nothing. And I just do that, yeah. the crowd go crazy. go crazy. Then I step back, 
and let Stacy. Stage eight of them come on just talk a little bit more. So she don't um, do a whole speech. Y'all doing a speech and a concert. Well, you know, if I see the speech getting dry, yeah, <laughs> I jump in and interject a little something. Uh-huh. <laughs> then you did know. you go to Florida with yeah. Andrew Gillum? Did you? No, nah, he, 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 you know, me and him had a little, he had a little. Wait a minute, what? 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 You know, I, you know, me and him, we good, you know, but he didn't want me. You know, he felt like Because <laughs> he had Diddy in there. You know, he, yeah. he, he, he Diddy. Who the hell you gonna bring Diddy down there? And, and you here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, all of this, huh? Yeah. You know, Diddy, Diddy ain't over what? Maybe 13 hits? Maybe. <laughs> on a good day. You walk away from a man, got thousand. <laughs> Diddy called, he got 13 hits. Well, what would you what would you have done for uh, Gillum? You know, same thing I do say. You know, you don't you don't you don't reinvent the wheel. Uh, no. You know, you just go on do what you do. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know. He might need you down there. They're doing a, a recount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See now, you know a good recount song. What? Yeah, like a wheel, whirling round and round, roping down a hill. Spinning on the ground. Dramatics. Your kisses oh. make me dizzy. <laughs> I in the now I'm falling. Falling. Oh, falling. Oh, here I go. Down and down I go. See right there? Uh-huh. That, yeah. that boy, I know yeah. hits. You got hits. I got wow. a song for everything. You think that could win it for him? If yeah, that, that could have won it for uh-huh. him. Mm. Okay. Uh-huh. Today, so yeah. 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 Wow. We're going to well, get on okay. up in there. I'm going I'm to drop, I'm gonna just drop hits for Stacy next. On this runner, on on the, on the on this vote off. Uh-huh. Y'all finna go down there. I'm going to just do all the hits. What about uh, Mike Espy down in Mississippi? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just run off his yeah. next Tuesday. Next, I like him too. He run to get that crazy, that crazy white woman down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about going to a lynching, sitting on the front row. Yeah, yeah that's all. <laughs> Boy, that crazy. Yeah, that yeah. damn Donnie Trump got everybody thinking they just say anything. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Robert. You know, I called Rihanna. I told Rihanna Donnie and them were playing off. I told Rihanna that Donnie Trump was playing that song in a rally. She went in there, shut all that down. Yeah, uh-huh. yes she did. She did. Yeah, she said, "Hell no." Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you ain't gonna blame. You ain't gonna blame my song. That's right. Not been here with all these hillbillies. Uh-huh. <laughs> we even do that. <laughs> and that man down in uh, Mississippi, we need to vote for him, Mike Espy. Oh, Mike Espy, yeah. 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 We got to get him out mm-hmm. the vote. Yeah, right? yeah we, we got to go that. down there. I'd go down there and help him, but I'm not allowed back in the state. You know, Mississippi? No, I can't go back down there. What do you mean? How can you be a lounge singer not allowed in Mississippi? I, I don't understand. Well, I, something popped off, you know. What, what happened, Roscoe? You got in trouble, you Roscoe? Well, us. I did the opening for the movie. Uh-huh. And then in the middle of the movie, I set the screen on fire. Mm. Had to get out. <laughs> I didn't like nothing about the damn movie. Hated the state and everything. Had to get hell on out of here. They really, Roscoe? Me, really? Well, they told me don't bring your black ass back down here. I said, uh, hell, I sure won't. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> what you be wearing to these rallies, Roscoe? What you had on? You had on, it was, was it, was oh, you playing with your Always got on glitter. Oh, okay. See, I wear, I wear a, a jacket that look like confetti because uh, that symbolized victory. <laughs> Streamers and confetti. Everything oh. I wear sparkle. You can't win without glitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds solid. Doom, doom, doom. Uh, uh, 
and doom, 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 doom. Boy, that just come in my head like that. You, do you have a Thanksgiving genius. song? Well, yeah, I don't think yeah. we have time, though. Oh, oh I, yeah, I'm going to do that when we come back. I'm going to do one Thanksgiving song when we come back. All right, and the nephew is well, coming up, I'm glad you asked. The nephew is coming up, too, <laughs> uh, with Run That Prank Back. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Serena Williams is Woman of the Year. Uh, there's a Marvel Comics and Tupac collaboration, okay? But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. Well, oh they've been talking about it. Oh, boy. Eh? <laughs> Unorthodox method. Okay. Oh, so y'all just gonna ignore the Thanksgiving song? <laughs> I'll be damned. <laughs> Right after the prank. Yeah, he ain't me and sit over here to wait. Okay. <laughs> Let's right. do the prank first. You know, right. right. I like Tommy. I like Tommy. I'm going to let the prank play. But I'll be damned. But these bits <laughs> over here, though. <laughs> All it is, though. Unorthodox method. <laughs> and then Roscoe. Here it is. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, trying to reach Brother Robert. And speaking. Hey, how you doing? I'm, uh, I'm calling you from the church. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing super fantastic. Any day above ground is a good day. That's good. That's good. Hey, uh, hey, listen, man. We wanted to, uh, 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 being one of the brothers of the church, I wanted to give you a call, man. You didn't make it today, but you, uh, well, you know, your wife stood up today and uh, asked us to keep y'all in our prayers because y'all are definitely trying to bring a, a new child into the world, and and she let us know that, you know, uh, uh, she, she's she's uh, being a little older now, 41, 42. You know, she said it takes a little longer to try and conceive a child than you know, in your earlier years. So we, we definitely wanted to let you know, man, that we, we got y'all in our prayers, man. Uh, man, you just don't know how much we appreciate that, man. Yeah, we've been trying, but I know with, with prayers, all things are possible. Yeah, well, we definitely want to definitely wanna keep you all in our prayers, man, and uh, uh, hope that you all are able to conceive this child and bring, you know, bring bring bring, bring a new uh, new child into this world. You know, the, the book says be fruitful and multiply. Definitely, definitely. Now, who who is this again? It's Brother Arthur. Brother Arthur. I don't know if you know me directly, but I'm, I'm Brother Arthur, one of the brothers at the church. Oh, okay, okay, Brother Arthur. Thank you. No, 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 Brother Robert, what I wanted to ask you, man, was have you considered any uh, any alternatives, uh, methods as far as, you know, uh, maybe helping this situation? Uh, we've looked at a few. Uh, what, what, what are you referring to as an alternative? Well, I mean, I, I think I have a, a good... Uh, thing then that, that might be able to help this thing speed up the process and and and, and you guys will be expecting in no time man man we definitely open for some things like that well what, what what you got in mind i mean uh well what i have is a little little unorthodox man but i think if if you allow me to to, to, to help you on this man i think that you'll be definitely satisfied and you know, man, if, if nine months from now you guys will be at the hospital waiting, looking for your your baby boy, your baby girl, you know. Well, clarify an orthodox. Okay. Uh, see what what I have in mind, man, is, is is have you considered maybe like a surrogate father? Uh, clarify, <laughs> clarify surrogate. I'm thinking the wrong thing. I don't. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. What do you mean by surrogate father? Well, what it is, man, is you know, you know, of course, a surrogate mother is someone that will carry a child for those that cannot carry one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So what? 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 Uh, I've gone to the doctor and got myself checked out, man. Good physical and everything. I'm physically fit and everything. And you know, maybe I guess the complications are coming from 
uh, you as far as the child not being, you know, you're not being able to conceive right now. No, 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 ain't nothing wrong with me, man. Okay. Now, now, what you mean by you physically fit? I mean, what what the hell that got to do with Sherry? Well, see, what I'm saying is, if 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 what well, you know, if you if you allow me to come over and 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 supply my services. I mean, let's say if you left for a weekend, man, and, and I stayed over there, by the time you get back, man... Man, what the f*** wrong with you? Is, is this what's going on at this church, man? Am I at the wrong church? They, they, you you telling me you trying... Help me understand. You saying you want to come over and, and, and have sex with my wife? Well, I mean, I mean, don't, don't look at it like that. Don't look at it like that. Look at it as if I'm helping you I mean, all what you're telling me is directly you just saying you those f***ing Excuse me now? Okay. You okay. telling me you want to come have sex? With my wife. No, no, no. I want to come over and just apply my services, man, and put you guys in a better position that you will be what able to have a child services? in your life. You, you understand what I'm saying? You understand where I'm coming from? No, nah, I don't. Sound like you tell me you want to have sex in my life, man. What the f is wrong with you, man? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, this, this, this brother Arthur, man. Listen, see, what I'm, what I'm trying to do... Man, I don't give a f if you brother Charles. Who the f is brother Arthur, man? I don't know you. And then you talking about the church. What kind of shit? This this. No, no, this, really the church don't have nothing to do with this. It's me calling you to lend well, you. Well, you call me Sarah I'm trying church. to be, if you allow me to be the surrogate father, I'll have a pregnant by the end of the week. Man, you got me f***ed up. As soon as I see, I'm coming to Bible study Tuesday to see you. You show up at Bible study so I can see who the f*** you are. Okay, okay, bro. Guaranteeing who you want to have brother, brother, brother. Man, what brother. kind of Okay, brother, this, if, if you keep looking at that like that, how are we going to get this? How are we going to get past this so we can get you to this child, man? We ain't gonna get past this. You talk about having sex with my wife. Where your wife at, brother? You ain't got no wife. So I, I, I have a, a wife, brother Robert. What I'm trying to do is help you along with yours and getting this child conceived. That's what I'm trying to help. Brother, you can't help me talking about having sex with my wife. You said on other that I didn't think you was going that far with it. How the you get my phone number? Well, you know we we have people listed at the church. We have all phone numbers listed. He lists mine. And when I get that to you, I hope to see you because I'm going to punch you ass. Hey, look, man, why don't I, why don't I speak to your wife uh, when she comes to church this week and I'll see how man, she... Man, don't say a thing to my wife. Hold on, I'm just going to talk to her and see how she feels about maybe, maybe you know, using man, this particular... No, no, you can't say Man, don't even look in her direction. Brother, about, man, who are you? I need to see you myself. Okay, what what what, what is all the anger, though, brother? What, 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 what... Man, you, man, you wouldn't be angry at you just sitting here telling me? Let's flip the script. I'm going to come have sex with your wife. Okay. You should get angry. Okay, brother, I, I I got one more thing I need to tell you. Is, are, are, are you ready for, can I say this? Man, you better hurry up before I hang up in your face. Okay, are you, are you listening, brother Robert? I've been listening. I'm tired of listening. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. <laughs> Man, what you say? <laughs>
Punk and Neff. <laughs> Unorthodox methods. That's what that is. All right, Roscoe. What you I need? Love it, you, you on deck, baby. You on deck, man. I forgot what I was on deck we, for. We were going to do a Thanksgiving song. <laughs> oh. It's been a minute, Roscoe. Yeah, yeah it's been a minute. Oh, man. yeah. All right. You want a Thanksgiving song? Let me. Okay, yeah, here. Yeah, you ready? requested. Uh huh. Though you may not drive. <laughs> That's Thanksgiving? <laughs> That's Thanksgiving. Yeah. A Be great big Cadillac, yeah, gangster white wall, TV antenna in the back. You may not have a car, ain't got a car at all, but just remember, brothers and sisters, all you can steal. Stand tall. Yeah. <laughs> Just be thankful. Well, <laughs> thank you, Roscoe, though. It was good to good to have you. Good to see hey, you. Thanks for having me, baby. Y'all bring me back sometime, you? We yeah. will. We will. <laughs> Up next in entertainment news, Serena Williams, Women of the Year. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, attention, Steve Harvey Nation. If you want to help the victims of the fires in California, you can go text the word Red Cross to 90999 and donate $10. That's 90999. You can donate $10. You can also donate to the Los Angeles Fire Department. Go to Steve Harvey FM for a list of ways to help the victims and first responders. And thank you very much for your generosity. Now, in today's entertainment news, GQ traditionally gives one person the Man of the Year title. This time, they bestowed the title on three men and added a Woman of the Year. Woman of the Year, yeah, is Serena Williams. Yes, Serena. Serena is gracing one of the four covers as the Champion of the Year for the December 2018, January 2019 issue. She's rocking a black leotard and a vintage Chanel belt. The others feature Jonah Hill, Michael B. Jordan. And uh, in the cover story, Serena opens up about her plans for the future. Her thoughts on Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court appointment and the U.S. Open moment heard around the world. Steve, how about that? Congratulations. I say congratulations to Serena Williams. Yeah. Um, She's a bad girl. Mm -hmm. Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. She's a bad girl. Woman of the year. I love it. Yeah. Tommy, you should have been, you wasn't one of the men of the year? Uh... Am I one of them? Yeah, I think I am. Let me. I have to look. <laughs> Don't have you claim it. See which magazine I'm in. But somebody. Did yeah. anybody call you about it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I know I'm J.C. Penny Man of the Year. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, guys. In other entertainment news, as you already know, Stan Lee, the co-founder of Marvel Comics, just recently passed yeah. away this Monday. Mm, he was 95. Man. All of you uh, who are fans of his comic books and then of his characters in the movies, like uh, the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he was a great guy. Marvel Comics has already uh, proven that they're, <clears throat> they're down with hip-hop. But now the estate of Tupac and Marvel Comics announced a new collaboration that will merge elements of images of the late uh, Tupac with those of Marvel's Black Panther for a new clothing collection available exclusively at Footlocker. So there you go. Okay. Tupac and Black okay, Panther. Pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tommy, if yeah. they're doing that, man, you can do a collab. A collab with who? You know, with a superhero. Mm. Okay, keep yeah, going. Yeah, I mean, he did. 
Spider-Man. Oh, no. Yeah. Tom, no, 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 right, no, no, no. This is going somewhere. Go ahead. Uh, you can do it. Go on. Go ahead, on. Who you think it ought to be with, Junior? Ant-Man. Damn. <laughs> They gonna both get their ass. Off the top. You see it? Hollywood. You see it in the New Year's Man, you see it It's going down. <laughs> Y'all don't see me as a superhero. You can be whatever mm -hmm. you want to be. I no, you could be Black Panther, couldn't I? No. Well, no. Now, no. Mighty Chadwick Mouse. Chadwick Boseman? Yeah. What? Mighty Mouse is good. No, Mighty Mouse. That's good for you. Ain't no damn Mighty that. Mouse now. Speed, oh, I got another Speedy one. Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez, Boy. but you kept getting beat, though. <laughs> you a little fast rat that was <laughs> age caught up with him. <laughs> Shut up, Junior. Uh, Man, you been good at Speedy Gonzalez. That's lots of You could be the road runner, but you just going to get ate a lot. Beep, beep. Okay. Um, I don't... I'm thinking more. Who you think you should be, Tommy? I'm just thinking you Black think Panther. Light-skinned Panther. <laughs> Do that work. Yeah, you can't jump. Like well, skin panther. Uh, nobody. That's funny. <laughs> what, what, what was B. Jordan's role? How about something to match them uh, tattoos on your arm? Why don't you be the Joker? We gotta go, guys. Uh, Miss Ann is coming up. Come on, Steve. Ladies and <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Trip. Thank you very much, everybody, and good morning. This is Ann Tripp. Well, the black community is grieving and demanding answers about yet another fatal shooting of an innocent black man by a white police officer. As you heard right here from me on Monday, this time it was in the mostly black Chicago suburb of Robbins, Illinois, where church organist Jamel Robeson was on his night job as a club bouncer. While holding a suspect at gunpoint for the police, one cop from the white suburb of Midlothian shot and killed a promising young black man. Now, the police are claiming they ordered Mr. Robeson to drop his gun over and over and that they had no way of knowing he was security. However, Jaquia Woods lives right across the street. She tells NPR that she and several other witnesses know that none of that is true. He had the orange, like the fluorescent vest and the security hat. Before he could get up off of him, the officer comes flying out of this door, gun up. He says, get on the ground. Before he says ground, he fires the first shot. You know, I live here. I see him. He's over there every night that the bar is open doing his job. He doesn't really bother anybody. He's... He's just doing his job. The cop involved on paid leave. His name has not been released. Jamel Robeson's family is suing that officer and the town of Midlothian in federal court. By the way, some people consider this recent trend a sort of racist attack. Another white woman, this time a lecturer at the University of Texas in San Antonio, called the police on a black college student and had cops escort the young woman out of the class just because she propped her feet up on a chair. That lecturer has been put on administrative leave, by the way. Defense Secretary James Mattis is at the U.S.-Mexico border. Thousands of American troops are, are there, too. They've been sent there to bolster President Trump's pre-election promise to crack down on illegal immigration and keep the caravan of Central American migrants from entering the U.S. Mattis feels he's got the manpower to do the job. I'm 100 percent confident we have the number of troops at each of those ports of entry to complete what we've been asked to do prior to the arrival of the large caravans wherever they choose to go. The death toll from the wildfires in California now stands at 58, and now there are three fires burning. Great news. Looks like the former First Lady's book is a hit. On just the first day on sale, it became a, uh, a bestseller. It's called Becoming. Mr. O Mrs. Obama, by the way, was out urging people to vote last week, and she was urged and asked about the results on CBS this morning. We saw in this midterms people wanted the country to move in a different direction. They came out in record numbers, and they voted, and that's how it works. 
That's how the system works, she says, and people should have faith in the vote because it certainly does matter. That's right. And finally, we have the national, well, today's a special day. It's National Forget Me Not Day. We're sending you a few forget-me-nots. Well, forget about the uh, weather. It's going to be lousy <laughs> in certain parts of our listening area. Certain parts of the country, just beautiful. This is Banana Trip. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, the Los Angeles Rams quarterback Jared Goff called an audible at the uh, line of scrimmage during the Rams game against the Seattle Seahawks this past Sunday. He could be heard shouting, Halle Berry, <laughs> take a listen. Jumped up to a really nice. Did you hear? Did you hear that? I heard a little bit. Quick. Do it again. I'm telling you, he has jumped up to a really nice. I don't holler Halle Berry a lot, so I know I know the feeling. I holler that a lot. Halle Berry. Well, guess who noticed? Halle Berry noticed. Uh, Halle tweeted uh, to Jared Goff and the L.A. Rams, "Hold up, what is a Halle Berry?" Goff was ecstatic when he learned about Halley's weight. Hold on, are you serious? Uh, that's what he said to ESPN.com. He, he was so surprised that she heard it. He was like, she heard it? Uh, <laughs> Goff is 24 years old, but apparently he's a really big fan of Halley, who's 52, You got to get in line, but go ahead. <laughs> You're getting a little upset? <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah, anyway, Goff tweeted his response to Halley's tweet. It's my favorite play ever. So all I got to do is start hollering Halle Berry and she responds. (laughs) If she hears it, yeah. Halle Berry! (laughs) You know she listens. Halle Berry! But you're married. Damn, Carl, I know that. Just let me have this one, though. (laughs) Mm. Damn, Carl, I know that. (laughs) Here you all in my fantasy for. I don't need you saying that while I'm hollering Halle. Halle Berry! (sighs) She ain't gonna call now. You done put all that out. She wasn't gonna call before. I, I promise you she wasn't. <laughs> you ain't did nothing wrong. Yes, she Carl. was, Tommy. She was gonna call. Oh, okay. Uh, Mary, though. It's a married man. He was gonna. Okay. God, yeah. <laughs> I, ru- I ruined it. Is that what you're saying? I mean, it's okay. For reminding him of the yeah. truth <laughs> and what's real. He can't handle the truth. Uh-uh. Tommy, if Halle Berry responded to you and said, Tommy, I just want you to. This is a real question. Okay. Hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go you didn't give him a real answer. Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Halle Berry responds to you and says, mm-hmm. "I've admired you from afar." That's her response. To okay. You. Cool. What would you say? Been to go get shot in front of my whole family. For, I'm out for that, for that one response. And that no. one response. Roll me out on the gurney. You gonna fake your death? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> Why and then wouldn't I? <laughs> I got to get the hell up out this house. Steve, you're breaking up family. Hook, California. <laughs> you finna quit. You finna quit in Miami from afar. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? It's finna be a close. <laughs> All right, coming up. Coming up at 34 after the hour. Are you smarter than nephew Tommy? <laughs> you got to be. Right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, it's time to play America's favorite game. It is back. Are you smarter than nephew Tommy? Can I say again, good luck, Tommy? Okay. Yeah. Good luck to you, Steve. (laughs) Top surveys on the board. Let's go. (laughs) What iconic model launched the 19th season of the popular TV show America's Next Top Model? Tyra Banks. 
In the 70s sitcom Good Times, who played the role of Penny? Danny Jackson. What is the alcohol most commonly used mm -hmm. in margarita? Tequila. Hell, I'm going to get Steve. What legendary Chicago Bears football player was nicknamed Sweetness? Walter Payton. Yes. What sneaker brand is represented by a swoosh? Nike. Which morning? I beat him on that. Let's get that understood. I doubt it. I'm telling you, I did. Which morning show co-host was born with six fingers on both hands? Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> I hate whoever put that question. All twelve of them. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Which <laughs> annual holiday is a traditional dinner of turkey and Thanksgiving? I beat him on that one. Go ahead. Which? Uh, what legendary female is credited for sewing the first American flag? Betsy Ross. Which comedian is the host of VH1's Hip Hop Squares TV show? D Ray. Okay. All right. Who the hell that is? D Ray. D Ray. D Ray Davis. D Ray Davis. You know. I ain't never watched no damn TV show. Oh, it's a Ice Cube's show. It's good. I got ready to say Ice Cube. You'd have been pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. He's on there a lot. Well, I think uh, these questions were swayed heavily towards Tommy. I know why you. That was an acting question. There was an alcohol beverage question. <laughs> I don't even know what you the hell in a damn Marquis. He should have been here just know all the liquor, all the actresses. Yeah, one liquor Penny. Who the hell? I'm sitting there going, Penny? Everybody Let me see. knows that, Steve. But I'm sitting there going, Thelma, Michael, JJ, Flo, Rwanda. I'm going through. Walona. He said Walona. Yeah. These are the names I'm going through. I'm trying to help. Bookman. You don't Kenny know Penny. was Walona's adoptive yeah. daughter later. Come on. I never really paid attention oh. to that. Oh, you, you were grinding. All right, here we go with the questions. Andy. And and I want you all to not be influenced by I got that one first right there. Because that was very, very, very unethical. Well, let us see, <laughs> shall we? We're going to tally and find out. Uh -huh. We're tallying. Uh, here we go. What iconic model launched the 19th season of the popular TV show America's Next Top Model? Tyra Banks. Harvey got that one. In the mm -hmm. 70s sitcom Good Times, who played the role of Penny? Janet Jackson. Tommy got that one. Mm. What, is, what is the alcohol most commonly used, right there. used in margaritas? Tequila. Tommy got that it. That gave him momentum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, I know something. <laughs> Which le legendary Chicago Bears football player was nicknamed Sweetness? That would be Walter Payton. Steve, you got that one. What sneaker brand is represented by a swoosh? Nike. It was a tie. Ah. Oh. See, them a people from tie. Cleveland, they used to tie it. I ain't used to that, but come on. Uh, you ain't used to winning either, so <laughs> what the hell are we playing for? I don't like this question, but I'm going to go ahead. Which morning show co-host was born with six fingers on both hands? <laughs> I started to say Junior. <laughs> No, it was me. I thought it. one of them sickles had popped out. <laughs> no. Oh, goodness. No, Tommy, it was me, Shirley Strawberry. You got that I one right. I know that. Yeah, see? Did you have six toes, too? No, oh, just okay. fingers. Just Stop. No, she got nice I got them nice cut feet. off. I got them cut off. But you can see. All right, uh, uh, which annual holiday is the traditional is the tradition dinner traditional okay. dinner of turkey and dressing served? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Tommy got it. You got to be kidding. No. Really? What yeah. What legendary female is credited for sewing the first American flag? Hold on. I know. Good and hell will. Betsy he Ross. Thanksgiving. He got Betsy Ross. Y'all just gave that one to him. Well, Congratulations, yeah. Tommy, man. Betsy.
Steve got Betsy Ross. Which comedian is the host of VH1's Hip Hop Squares TV show? That would be D. Ray Davis. And uh, Tommy got Steve that one. Tommy got five on this one. Steve got three. And they tied at uh, one. But his attitude, you just say he won. Let well, it be. no, 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 I want you, you won. to win. You won. But I want, I want to do this under protest. Under protest. The acting and alcohol question <laughs> back to back <laughs> really <laughs> blasted yeah. his chances. All right, coming up next, it is the nephew, the winner today. And uh, he has a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. Oh, I got a good one for you. Subject, we fit together like a lock and key. Wait till you hear this letter. Right now, it is the nephew, though, with the prank phone call for the day. Prank phone call. Ready? What you got, what you got Nev? Black people don't eat anchovies. <laughs> what happened? Black people don't eat anchovies. <laughs> Yes, we do. On their pizza. Black people hey, don't Tommy, eat anchovies. Caesar salad. Tommy, I was at a meeting the other day <laughs> with two black people. Mm-hmm. One girl who works for my production company, who's the president of it, ordered a small bowl of anchovies. Wow. And then I'm sitting there. Her name, Terry Kennedy. She ate a small bowl of anchovies. I was on the other side of the table. I don't know what your mouth could be like after that. <laughs> but I'm there with Reginald Hudlin, who I've known for years. Oh, We're man. discussing We're a doing project. Producer. We're doing a, a great project together. Mm-hmm. His ass love anchovies, too. Really? Wow. Well, Reginald Hudlin loves anchovies. And I told them, I said, y'all the first black people I've ever met. <laughs> They eat anchovies. Oh no, it's lots of us. Well, they ain't never shared it with nobody. <laughs> they ain't told nobody. They and y'all two need to sit on that side of the damn table Ooh. with them anchovies. I've never, I've had it in stuff, but never uh-uh. by she a bowl. She had a small bowl of. Well, watch me yeah. talk to this Italian guy in New York. Okay. He owns the, he owns the, the pizza spot. Pizza go, uh, oh my God! Wow. When I told wow. him he put anchovies on my pizza, oh. and I didn't order that. Like black people don't eat anchovies. Watch this right. <laughs> Hello. Hey man, who 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 is the person I need to talk to about? Um, I got a pizza that's been messed up. Who do I need to talk to? Well, you can talk to me, sir. What, what's going on? What happened to your pizza? Somebody put some anchovies on my pizza. Black people, uh, black people don't eat no anchovies, man. So, so who, who 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 would do that? Who would put anchovies I, I, on my damn pizza? I don't want no. Settle down, settle down with the language there, pal. All right? You know, if you got anchovies on your pizza, you just must have gotten mixed up with another order. I'll send you another pizza. It ain't a big deal. But I ain't asking no anchovies, man. Matter of fact, let me ask you something. What the f*** is an anchovy any damn way? It's like a sardine. That's what a anchovy is, okay, pal? It's like a sardine. Hey, 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 let me tell you something, man. First of all, what's your name? What is your name? I'm Gino. I'm Gino. So you're the owner of the damn pizza place. Yeah, I own the damn pizza place. And I don't need people calling me and cursing at me because it was a mistake. You know, mistakes happen, pal. Worst things go on in this life than, than you're getting some anchovies on your pizza. Hey, man. Hey, okay. So here's the deal. I done had a bunch of guests come to my house or order pizza, and every last one of them got anchovies on them. You know what I'm saying? So I got an issue with it. I done spent over $50 with you with these pizzas, and the, and the shit made wrong. Nobody likes anchovies. No, I told you something. Black people don't eat no anchovies, man. 
Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I, 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 I'm almost certain I've served anchovy pizza to black people before. Okay. The black people that I know don't eat anchovies. Okay. okay. Well, then we'll send you some pizzas without any anchovies on them. Hey, you know I what? I don't, like your, I don't like your attitude. You know what, man? You don't well, maybe if you didn't come at me with so much attitude to start with, you wouldn't get no attitude. Okay. Okay. Look at it. Don't get your ass whooped. Okay. Don't get your what did, just, what, excuse said, me, don't, what did you just? What did you just? Did you just threaten me? I said, "Don't get your." Do you no think you're talking? Who the f do you think you're talking to? Face. I, I, I'm talking to Gino, the owner right. of Pizzeria. You. That's right. That's right. You don't tell me you're going to kick my. Okay, pal. You know where the pizzeria is. You know. Okay, so, you just so, calm so, the so, down. Do, do you? Do you? Okay, that's it. I tell you what, man. In the next three to five minutes, I'm going to walk down there and kick your little ass behind putting these anchovies on here and having a little pompous attitude like you think you can't get your ass whooped. You come on down here, okay? And we'll see. Do me a favor. Go f yourself and the f***ing horse you rode in on, okay? And bring it on down here. All right, we'll take care of it there. Now, stop some anchovies up your ass, all right, pal? Okay, 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 cool. All right, cool. Okay, you okay, okay. You like to say okay a lot, do you? Just yeah. Is that one you, of your you, favorite you, words, okay? Yeah, you need to have somebody there with you when I get there, because I promise yeah. you, Gino's going to get his ass Yeah, Gino's shaking in his boots, pal. Me and my anchovies, we're sitting here scared out of our minds right now. Okay, you okay, let me, me tell you. I've dealt with clowns like you my whole life. Please. Okay, let, let, let me tell you this here. Do you do do you know who you're talking to? I'm talking to some idiot who don't know how to talk. That's what I'm talking to. No, you're talking to nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Mister Gino. You just got pranked. <laughs> you telling me I'm throwing f bombs all over the radio? <laughs> you dropping f bombs all over the radio, who, baby? Who, who I want to know who did this to me because they're getting some f bombs. You Who got, did this to me? Do you have a guy that works for you? Uh, he says he works uh, five to close. Andre, you got a Andre? You got a Dre that works for you? Yeah, I got a Dre that works for me, and Dre's going to be spending some time in a walk-in freezer. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, black people here. don't need anchovies, huh? <laughs> black people don't need anchovies, baby. Hey, I got to ask you this, Mister Gino. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Your show, <laughs> the baddest radio show in the land, is the Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> With no Steve Harvey show, Morning, no Steve Morning Show. <laughs> I mean, I'll be. I'm going to send you some pizzas. I'm sending that station dozens of pizzas with anch double anchovies on every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Huh? <laughs> Whoa! All that over anchovies. Black people don't eat anchovies. <laughs> I was really scared yes, for you. <laughs> Make me come down there and kick your ass now. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> it got real, huh? Oh man, it got really real. Mm -hmm. I've had wow. anchovies in a salad. That's what I said, in a Caesar salad or salad, yeah. pizza or something. But yeah, not like just it's a bowl. It's okay in the dressing. Yeah, yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. But you can't lay them little fishy. <laughs> Strong, gamey. Yeah, yeah, they are <laughs> gamey. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. All right, let me put it out. Oh, let me sell my show. Tonight, I'm in um, Richmond, Virginia. One mm -hmm. show tonight. Two 
Friday, three Saturday, and two have been added on Sunday, and they're going fast. So if you're in Richmond, Virginia, or anywhere around the way, get your tickets to see the nephew Sunday night. few tickets still left. Okay. Funny bone. All right. Well, thank you, nephew. Up next, the strawberry letter uh, subject, we fit together like a lock and key. Mm. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for today's Strawberry Letter, and if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're reading this one today, because it's crazy. <laughs> Get after it. Get after it like Chris Cuomo. <laughs> All right, let's go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, we fit together like a lock and key. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been in a relationship with a married man for 10 years. People think that all mistresses have low self-esteem. However, I don't. I am very confident and I love everything about myself. Since I've been with my guy, I have only cheated on him once and I told him about it and promised him that it wouldn't happen again. In the first few months of our affair, I tried to end it, but both he and I were already in love. He is my best friend, and he has my entire heart. We share a bank account, and he is on the deed to my house. I have a tattoo of a lock, and he has a tattoo of the key. Mm. I know his wife, but we're not friends. If I happen to run into the two of them in our small community, we all chit-chat about our children. My children and his children attend the same school and had a lot of, have a lot of activities together. He takes me on annual trips and he spends time with me during the holidays. He has never treated me like I was a dirty little secret, but now I'm getting older and I refuse to keep sharing him. I love him and I want him all to myself. Basically, I'm at the point where I need him to leave his wife for me. I'm not worried about karma. I believe in fate, and I believe he is my soulmate. When I shared my feelings with him, he didn't respond. So I'm not sure what's going through his mind. So what should my next move do? Please advise. Oh, I did that. Wow. <laughs> All right, your next move, obviously, I don't see how you don't see this, should just be to leave him and get your own man. That should be your next move. Because you, you told him how you felt. You've been with him for 10 years. Surely he knows this, but you told him that, uh, you know, you wanted him all to yourself and you wanted him to leave your wife, leave his wife and all of that. And he didn't respond. There was your answer. He didn't respond. That was it. If he if he was going to do that, he would have said something. He would have lied. He would have said something. He said nothing. OK, so you're not sure what's going through your mind. It's not that leaving his wife. For you, it's not that. I can tell you that. Uh, you guys have been together 10 years. You say you don't have any self, uh, low self-esteem, but you do because you're there in this relationship. And, um, you know, if you felt confident, you could really get out and get a man of your own. Um, this is crazy. You guys go to school together. I mean, uh, your kids go to school together. You know his wife. You guys, it's a small community. This is all too much. You need to get your own man. I'm sure there are plenty of men out here who would love to have someone like you. You just have to think higher of yourself. You, you say you have low self-esteem, but you don't have low self-esteem, but you do. If you thought better of yourself, you would know that you wouldn't have to be number two. You could be someone's number one. Steve? You know a lot of men want her. Don't nobody want her, not after they read this letter. <laughs> 
Let me just go on and quit playing with this and get right to it. Subject. We fit together like a lock and key. Parentheses to somebody else's house. We fit together like a lock and key. But your lock and key is to somebody else's house. Let the church say amen. 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 Uh, You've been in a relationship with a married man for 10 years. Now, hear what she said. People think that mistresses have low self-esteem. However, I don't. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) I am very confident. I love everything about myself. Since I've been with my guy, I've only cheated on him once. And I told him about it and promised that it wouldn't happen again. Wow, ain't you? You know what? You just you 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 just a bundle of virtue. God, why well, won't somebody like you? Why would I not want a woman that sleeps with a married man and cheats in that relationship? God, I want one. Ooh, I want this in my life. You might not have low low self esteem, but you sure think a lot of your little raggedy ass. Oh man. In the first few months of our affair, I tried to end it. But both of us was, was already in love. He my best friend. He has my entire heart. We share a bank account, and he's on the deed to my house. Really? You took him down there and put his name on the deed to your house, and y'all got a bank account together. I bet the statement go to your house. Uh-uh. Everything. I promise you that. Listen to this. I have a tattoo of a lock, and he got a tattoo of the key. You don't think his wife ain't got a lock tattooed on her somewhere? <laughs> huh? How you think he explaining this key to the woman he go home to and sleep with every day? You don't. You ain't the only one with that damn lock on. <laughs> I can promise you, if he got a key, his wife got a tattoo of a lock too. Yeah, some keys have two locks, you know. Girl, I know how this go. <laughs> <laughs> you tripping? You ain't the only one with the lock tattoo. I know his wife, but we not friends. How you gonna be friends? If I happen to run into the two of them in our small community, we chit-chat about our children. My children and his children attend the same school. See, you you may not have low self-esteem, but you definitely delusional. So you thinking all our kids go to the same school. That's going to be your daddy one day. Play with his kids. Play, play with him, kids, because we're going to be a blended family. My children and his children attend the same school. And have a lot of activities together. You know why? Because you put them in everything his damn kids right. are in. Right. They on the spelling bee team. I know you can't spell. Get on that team. <laughs> <laughs> get in the band. Damn them instruments. Get in the band. <laughs> Give a damn if you don't like carrying the tuba. You, the boy played the tuba. You're going to play one. <laughs> he takes me on annual trips. Mm-hmm. That don't mean nothing. That could go somewhere for the weekend. He could lie and say his job going for the weekend. Hey. But he go to one, and he spends time with me during the holidays. 
during the holiday, right. not on the holiday. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. different. Exactly. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Christmas Strawberry Letter subject. He we can't be over like there Christmas. This crazy woman is in love with this dude for two years. All right, Steve. Hallelujah. Hold that thought. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject we fit together like a lock and a cave. To somebody else's house. We'll be back at 23 after. You're listening so welcome to this they take annual trips that's him telling his wife he got a business trip and he drag you on it he spent time with me during the holidays during the holidays not on the damn holiday. <laughs> can't be at your house on thanksgiving all them people coming over where are Ernest? <laughs> That's the first question. That's the first question right Where there. Where Ernest? He can't come back in the house and answer that. Mm-hmm. He went to the store to get some eggs. Now, nah, been gone four hours. Mm. Damn, stoves ain't open. Mm-mm. They closed at 12. <laughs> you can go to that Kroger in the white neighborhood. They might have some. <laughs> I just got that. He has never treated me like I was a dirty little secret. Hmm. But you are. I know he ain't treat you like that, but you are the dirty little secret. He ain't told his wife and his kids yet. His family don't know. They don't know down at the school. The bank ain't never called his wife and talked about what you is the dirty little secret. But now I'm getting older and I refuse to keep sharing him. Well, what you finna do? <laughs> so get what you said. I love him and I want him all to myself. Basically, I'm at the point where I need him to leave his wife for me. That's it. Uh-huh. Right now. Stepped on the brake. Basically, at this point, I need him to leave his wife for me. I'm not worried about karma. What? You ain't worried about karma. You getting it now. You ain't finna get what you want. And somebody finna take something belong to you. Karma don't, karma don't care about you caring about karma. <laughs> what goes around comes around. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yep. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive us our debtors we forgive our debtors. Who you think they talking to? Mm. I believe in fate. And I believe he is my soulmate. That's what you believe. You're the only one believe this. You know why? Because watch this sentence. When I shared my feelings with him, he didn't respond. Because he ain't got no response. Because that ain't finna happen. It's over. He not finna leave his wife for you. This been working 10 years just like this. We got a bank account. I'm on the deed to your house. And you got that lock tattooed on you with this key. Key fit a whole lot of locks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure what's going through his mind. She's trying to figure out where the hell all this coming from. It's been 10 years of bliss. You finna blow it? How can he have his family and you too if he leave his family? Come on, baby. He can't. He can't do that. Then the affair is over. What's wrong with you? See, but you said you didn't have low self-esteem. But then later on in the letter, you say, 
But now I'm getting older, and I refuse to keep sharing him. You sharing him because you have low self-esteem. Thank you. But wow. now you done got older, now you don't want to share no more. Oh, you esteemed and picked up? Hmm. You see what I'm saying, lady? You can't call me and share anything. You think it's white? Now, what you want us to do? You think his wife really got that lock? Oh. Oh. Hell yeah, she got a lock. He got to explain the key. He got to explain that damn key. <laughs> <laughs> but his wife got a lock on. And get his name off your house, D. <laughs> Take his name off your house, D. Take that money. Take all of it. Don't call his wife and tell his wife. Uh, See, now that's what Shirley wants you to do. No, no. Yes, you do, Shirley, because I just heard you breathe heavy. No, I don't want her but to do that. But that ain't what she's going to do. She going to tell the wife. I don't want her to do that. She going to tell it, though. I want her to yeah. get her. Because now she hurt. Yeah. Because yeah. I mentioned my feelings and he didn't respond. He got church mouth quiet because he got to figure out what he finna do now. That was well, his response. Yeah, he got to get himself together. Yeah. Plus, y'all responding to this letter when, when they hear that little community. When they hear about that key in that lock. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it right. It might be a lot of locks come forward. It is a small community. <laughs> hey, hey, Jerome, when we was down at the gym, ain't you got a, ain't you got a key <laughs> on your shoulder? <laughs> I, I let Steve know on the radio the other day. Let me, let me holler at you, play. And, dog, uh, they say this girl that go to the same school, got kids go to your school. Is that the little chick that be wearing a little short dress? For the last 10 years? You know, dog, her dress came up at the picnic, and I saw a lock inside her thigh. Steve. Yeah, dog, she had a tattoo of a lock inside her thigh at the picnic. Hey, dog. <laughs> we been to get to find any locks right here. Hey, dog. <laughs> dog you, been, you been seeing this chick for 10 years, dog? 10 years. Jerome. Oh, man. You heard that on the show? <laughs> Damn, I heard, I heard it on the show. Damn, man. It, it, what, what, why are you hear it on the show? They got Strawberry Letter. <laughs> oh, this heaven and road in. <laughs> hold up, hold up. No, oh, oh, you don't know? Dog, no, ain't nobody saying nothing to you. <laughs> Dog, listen to this. You better cut that key off. Dog, this chick done wrote in on the letter. Yeah. Told them everything. Say y'all kids go to the same school. Man. She said, Dog, she said y'all in the same activity. Dog. You got your name on her, on her house? <laughs> exactly. Hell no, dog. You lying. Dog, how I know this? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no way I know this here. <laughs> Hold up, man. Who else heard this? Everybody heard it. Everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Steve now show everywhere. <laughs> man, God, dog, man, you don't want it, dog. I can tell you a little bit more if you want me to. Mm. When we like come back, I'll tell you a little bit more if you want to. Man, I don't know if I want him. You got to hear this. Whoa. Dog, you uh, got to know what to say to your girl when you get to the house. Dog, I bet one of her girls and heard it. All right, listen, Steve. Dog, uh, you can't go home. Today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, you can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in about 10 minutes, our girl Cheryl Underwood from The Talk. Right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl. Underwood. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Already. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Harden, what is your family? What's happening? Hey, Cheryl. Cheryl. Man, you know, it's a good day that you're above ground, but it's a sad day when we got to say rest with the Lord. Uh, there's two people. Uh, Stan Lee, the dude yeah. that wrote all the uh, the comic books. Marvel comics. Yeah. yeah. He mm-hmm. made, gave them flaws, but he gave us something that uplifted people. Gave us Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know, that he was a scientist and a leader and everything. And so they have a movie that Chadwick Boseman and fine Michael B. Jordan. 
yeah. Killmongers could be in it. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to need uh, Nicki Minaj to get off my boy, uh, Michael B. Jordan. You yeah. hear what I'm saying, Shirley? Look, I had... Michael B. Jordan hemmed up at the uh, at the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. I was trying to holler at him. I said, Creed gonna make you a star. He said, Look, Floyd, I don't swing that way, so oh! <laughs> <laughs> he called Floyd Carol, <laughs> stop it. Yeah. And while we uplifting uplifting lives and, and talking about things, let's let's shout out to brother what's his name? Jamil that was the security guard at the Blue Moon. Uh, in Chicago. In, in, in outside Chicago. of Chicago. I think it was Robbins outside, outside Chicago. of Chicago. The brother yeah. that was just doing what we want black men to do. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. to work every day. 26 mm-hmm. years old, a father. Wasn't he a musician in the church and everything? I think so. It, his family is suing, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I think they're going to yeah. sue. Mm-hmm. I think it's Jamil Robertson. I don't want to mispronounce yeah. his yeah. last name. But I, I think oh, while Robertson. we... Robertson. It could be. Robertson. I think that's what it is. Carla, thank you. Yeah. I, while mm-hmm. we uplift Stan Lee life, we got to shout out the brothers, the, the soldiers that's out there each and every day trying to do something. That's and right. here's a young man that was a security guard. And yeah. listen, I have said this before. You don't have to train people to not shoot white people. So we all holler, well, need better training. I've said it myself. I'm just saying right now, there needs to be an investigative necessity, not a let's just shoot everybody. You see what I'm right. saying? Right. When you yeah. when you have investigative necessity, you keep people alive. So you'll get down to the bottom of what truly occurred. Yeah. Just shot Absolutely. everybody's collar. They shot the dude that he was holding down. Yeah, he was holding yes. down somebody. Right. Know? We just pray that this don't happen among. It's not that we don't want people to be police. There's great people out there that are in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Like this shooting out in Thousand O's. That that the sheriff department dude was talking to his wife. Said, baby, I got a call. I need to take this. Went in by himself with courage. Now, yeah. we uplift you. We uplifting you. But when an investigation need to be done, we just want everybody to step aside and let the investigation uh, go forth and bring us justice and the truth. So that's why I'm shouting out both at the same time because I want people to understand here at the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you know, we get it right more than we get it wrong. You know what I'm saying? So just listen to us because we are the voice of of the people. Speaking of the voice of the people, look here. I'm so happy right now. (laughs) What, Cheryl? In Congress... They about to get some more seats. Oh, I yeah. think they need to just keep counting. I think, Julia, they need an old black lady that lick her finger when she counts. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get that number right. That'll get that number right. And I'm glad that Gilliam and Abrams, Florida, Georgia, say we're going to keep counting because you never know how the numbers fall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm happy that over 100 million people went to the polls yes, to vote. Yes, Let's yes, keep this yes. momentum going. First, let's yeah. get ready for the census. And what we talking about, we talking about all them senior yeah. congressional brothers and sisters that's going to be up there over the census and immigration, criminal justice reform. They up there and shouting out the Congressional Black Caucus, Asian Pacific Caucus and Hispanic Caucus, where they are growing in leadership. And they're going to be over some of these committees, especially our girl, Maxine Waters, over finance, finance. and banking. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm happy. Mm. And the president need to get ready. He ain't got to worry about people of color. He better worry about people that's his own color and in his own party because I think they loading up against him. Why wouldn't Mitt Romney run in the Senate, boys and girls?
Are you hearing what is happening now? No. Okay. See, Mitt Romney laid in the cut. Let me tell you what happened. So they went to dinner. So Mitt Romney was like, yeah, I'm cool with you. You cool with me. Just because you said some foul stuff, you know I'm cool with you. Now Mitt Romney's in the Senate. So what happens if there's an investigation that comes from the House and goes into the Senate and and President Trump believes he got all this control in the Senate? Uh You may not have control if Mueller bring a good report against you that seems to suggest that impeachment orders are in order, which means get up out of here. Mm-hmm. But then they got to get everybody. Don't just get Trump, you know. Don't just get him. You need to get everybody that was involved in it, just like you got everybody that was involved in Nixon uh, with the Watergate. Ooh, Watergate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and listen, I'm a Republican, but when the president don't want to go just because it's raining, to see the troops that died in World War One, to commemorate them, you the commander in chief. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to act like President Obama was out in the rain like he was the dramatics. You know that song? I, I want to go, go outside, outside in the rain. It may sound crazy. It's like, but President yeah. Obama was campaigning. He was doing everything in the rain, looking sharp. You know, looking like Marvin Gaye and the What's Going On uh, cover. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. When he was walking mm. with that with that leather coat, Shirley Scrabberry. Yes, with the baby. rain all yes. over it. Yes. President Obama looking sharp. And he didn't get no sore throat. He didn't do nothing. Right. He didn't cough. You know why, Junior? Why? Because he had the Robitussin and the 3-6 Quanine and the big paper runners. Listen to me. You better understand. Black people know how to live without insurance. Everybody on this show take a spoonful of apple cider vinegar every morning. Every morning. Every morning. Because, you know, all of us. We need to protect Obamacare. What we supposed to be talking about? What y'all want to talk what, about? What about CNN uh, uh, suing the president? Oh, that's going to be so good. Yeah. That's going to be so good because that boy ain't touched that girl. That girl shouldn't have ran up on him trying to take the microphone. That's like me, Tommy, Junior, we on the stage. Somebody tried to take the mic from us. You know what I'm saying? That's uh-huh. an extension of my hand. See what I'm saying? You can't right. take no microphone from mm-hmm. nobody. And the dude said, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. He was trying to get yes, her back. He right, right. He said But I'm, I'm going to tell you what Trump going to need to do. You you're going to need to back the hell up off of April Ryan. You're going to have to back up off of all them yes. black Abby Phillip. That's listen right. to me. Yes. Listen to me. Yes. We ain't having this. Don't let us start going to get the NABJ, NAACP, yes. and NABOB, all the black journalists, and then the white journalists need to join us because when it happened to us, then it's going to happen to you. Yeah. He seemed to only want to be racist toward the journalists of color. Jim Acostas, you are Spanish, which means <laughs> you are black, which means you are one of us. We're not having it. Let's join the lawsuit. And they need sue people when that happens. Because I need my news. Thank you, Cheryl. We love you, girl. That's right. Uh, CNN is see Negroes now. Hey, Don Lemon. uh, (laughs) Coming up up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Get ready. It is time. She is here. And she has it for you. It is time for Carla's reality update. Thank you, nephew. Okay, here we go. I'm going to start things off with the reunion show of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Oh, Lord. What a That show is pure trash. What a blank show. It's just trash. That bad? Yeah, the reunion was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. Ratchetry at its highest. I'm talking about squared. What happened? Tell me what happened. Give it to me. But, you know, it is what it is. It's entertainment. I love Ray J and Princess. I yes. do. Ray J and his beanie hat. You know, he played a part in all of that safari and lyrical mm-hmm. mess, too, Ray J. You had your hands in that, mm-hmm. too. 
A1 believes his wife didn't cheat on him, Lyrica, and they're working it out, what? and that's all that matters. They are working it out as husband and wife. Now, as far as A1, A1 and one, Lyrica. Okay, talking okay. about barbecue sauce? What, what did we say? A1? No, 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 no. He's well, a hip-hop artist, He believes producer. that she didn't cheat. Right. Right. That's exactly he believes right. his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We said that throughout the season. He said he believed her. Okay. And then on the reunion show. Okay. Why, you, you don't believe he... her? Uh-uh. You don't believe her, Junior? Nah. No. Nah. You don't? Uh, no. No, no. No. Now, wait a minute now. If she has slept with all the people they claim she slept with. She's been busy. Yeah. <laughs> come on now. She's, and she's expecting uh, a one son. They announced they're having a son. They did a DNA test. Yeah. And the baby is a one baby. Mm-hmm. So there you go with all those cheating rumors. Yeah. And um, let me say this about A1 and Lyrica's mamas. Mamas. Y'all say mamas. it. Mamas. Say it. Let say me it. say this about y'all mamas. They don't ever need to be on these shows ever again. Y'all mama, especially A1. <laughs> she said y'all mama. Y'all mama. <laughs> Y'all's mama. Carla. A1's mama. Way <laughs> too much. Carla. Too much. <laughs> too much. That's your mama. Come on, dog. Get your mama. Get your mama. Carla. Get your mama. Wait That's a all I'm going to say, Shirley. Wait. Get your mama. <laughs> okay. Get your mama, A1. Ooh, is that bad? My Go. favorite yes. line, though, Carla, my favorite line when A1's mom said to a big Lyrica, Lyrica cheek. She said, look at you sitting over there looking all exotic. Talking about uh, Lyrica's mama. Yeah. They was going at it, your mama's dog. Y'all's mama. That you sitting over there looking all exotic. exotic. <laughs> she was looking exotic, though. She did one more thing. Get y'all mama Woo. and get y'all mama's hair. Oh. Both of them. Oh, they hair ain't done either? That hat is too much. It's just too much. On another note, I'm rooting for Apple Watts. I want her to make it. I want her to win, yeah. Hit me up at Lips by Carla. Tell me if you think Safari was lying. Junior, you do. You think Safari Um, was lying about him and Lyrica. He said nothing went on. So hit me up at Lips by Carla. And also tell me if you think A1 and Lyrica's mama Way, <laughs> way too much. Sitting over there right? looking all exotic. <laughs> Put your exotic look at Get your mama. All right, let's move on. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Portia, Portia is uh, doing her thing. She's in Miami with her new man, Dennis, for her birthday. And uh, she thought he was going to propose, but he didn't. He gave her a Rolex and a necklace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll keep, that'll buy you like, some time. That'll buy you yeah. some time right there. <laughs> right, Junior. She was like, what? That's right. It sure will, Junior. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Portia also put together a trip for the girls to come down to Miami to surprise Nene. Mm-hmm. Nene was hosting a comedy show with our girl, with my homie Lonnie Love. Yep. And, uh... Nene was also launching her new clothing boutique, and uh, Greg was there mm-hmm. with Nene supporting her husband. But it was cool because Portia had the ladies come down, surprise Nene, and uh, support her for her big weekend. And, uh, you know, they all were there. They wanted to see Greg and support him. And uh, Greg had some issues. He got overheated while working uh. at one of the events and attending the uh, parties and stuff. But Nene, let me say this, Nene is right there for her taking husband. care of him, huh? That's yeah. good. Yes, she is. That's good. Nene huh? is taking care of Greg. So our thoughts and prayers, we are lifting Greg up. Prayer of yes. healing for Greg Leakes. 
And uh, Marlo, let me move on to Marlo. She didn't like her room at the hotel, so she decided to take Portia's room. And I'm like Eva. You know, Marlo, Marlo is extra. She's just <laughs> real extra with everything, everything. And Candy, now she has some intel on Portia's new man, but, you know, she's saying the streets is talking, but she kept it to herself. And Portia also revealed the most disgusting thing I have ever heard that she uses her man's toothbrush. Did you see uh, that? I saw that. She uh. does what? She uses her man's oh, toothbrush. That was so nasty. That's what, very, what's the very purpose nasty. of that? They can afford another toothbrush. Really? Well, she she yeah. said she left her toothbrush. They, you know, were in Then Miami. you need to get a rag and put some toothpaste <laughs> on it and rub that across your teeth. Right. Okay. Then she got another toothbrush. It was too soft. She didn't like that, so she used her man's toothbrush. And she said she uses it all the time. Why? I've never heard that's of that before. That, that was so nasty. just Germs and bacteria, that's all I could think of. Germs yes. and bacteria. You're using your man's but toothbrush. Somebody else's toothbrush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How mm. much are you in love? Not that much. It, it, it doesn't matter. We ain't June. scrubbing ain't scrub, that much scrub, love you know, in the world. It ain't that much. No, no it ain't. That was so nasty. Love in the world. Don't love me that hard that you want to use my teeth. But she didn't think it was a big deal. I mean, she no, acted she like it was she nothing. Was like what? I don't have been bristle. doing that. I don't have bristle love for nobody. <laughs> she didn't think it was a big, <laughs> okay, yeah. she didn't think it was a big deal because she been doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? What'd you say, Junior? She been doing it. Yeah. That's if it ain't a big deal, you did all your boyfriend's toothbrushes. Nasty. That's nasty. Hit me up on Lips by Carla. We'll continue to talk about this socially. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Nasty. Portia, have you ever used your spouse's or your no. mate's toothbrush? She wears Hit deodorant, too. I bet you she wears deodorant. I bet uh-uh. you. Well, that's different yeah. for the toothbrush. Ah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. All right. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 after the <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, listen, it is no secret that singles uh, aren't always totally honest with the people they're dating. Uh, But some lies are small and some go much deeper and much darker. And even if you don't bend the truth much to get someone interested, chances are it has happened to you when you were single. Okay, so what is your date lying to you about? According to a new survey of more than 1,300 singles, we know the top things people lie about on the date. People lie about on the date. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So so for men, here we go. Number eight, they lie about their weight. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so, Shirley, you talking to the ready-to-love host? Uh-huh, the ready-to-love host. Better known okay. as the love doctor. Now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, love doctor. They, they uh, lie about their education level. Yeah. I guess. Uh, they lie about their relationship status. I oh, you know that. That should have been number one right, right there. Right. Right. So There's a little lying going on. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. a lot of lying. Okay. Number five, they lie about what they do for a living, their profession. I don't know why you do that, but okay. They lie about uh, hobbies, things they're interested in. They lie about that. Okay. Yeah. Like you like to fish, but you might say you caught a shark or something. Or you read. Yeah. Who yeah. the hell catches a shark? But I'm just saying. Yeah. It goes deeper and darker. Call her, right. call yeah, a white tiger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I call a white tiger. Right. Oh. I'd be all out there. Wait, please. Oh, whale. 
Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, go ahead. Did he say a whale? whale? Uh, 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 You also lie about your living situation. You know, like, you know, some people live with their mama, they lie. Exactly. Oh, here's a good one. You lie about how much money you make. It's a lot of people doing your income. Doing it right now. That's not number one, though. This is number one. What's number one? Uh uh. How many sexual partners you've had? Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, ain't nobody. You ain't supposed to ask yeah, that question he, no I way. Mean, or I your sexual prowess. That's what I thought yeah. it would be. You know, how good you are. Hey, you well, Shirley Carl, I've only had two. So. Yeah. You only right. had two what? Stop Stop your lying, Junior. What? You only <laughs> had two. You only had two what? Two women, t- that's it. Two partners. That's it. In the last month? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So. This is what women lie about. <laughs> this will be interesting. This is what lim- women lie about in this order. Uh, okay. They lie about their profession, what they do for a living. Okay. Really? The, uh, same thing almost. They lie about their rela- relationship status. Mm. Okay. Really? I'm not married. Uh uh-uh. Where you get that from? Uh-uh. Let me take this. Who told you that? I'm married in California. <laughs> what? You were at the wedding. That wasn't me. We in DC. <laughs> no, he married. He married. I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They right. lie about hobbies. Okay. They lie yeah. about their income. Well, Women I, do. I haven't heard their weight, mm. though. We're only at number four. Okay. Okay. Women lie about their living situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't live with Who him. they be living with? They, it, roommates, their parents, a man. Yeah. A man. The boo. A man. The yeah. Uh-huh. No, when they got a man, he just a roommate. Okay. They also, here's number two, wait. Okay. Or as you would say, wait. All that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, number one, they women lie about their number of sexual partners. Of course. Yes. That's right. I thought yeah, that would be right. age or something. And they lie about their hair. Yeah. <laughs> you can see <laughs> this that. Man. They lie this is mine. This is mine. Look you dead in your eyes and tell you, I'll list mine. Yeah, because I paid so for what? it and I have receipts. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so Rocking there you go. Weave, so mm-hmm. what? I want to find out what you guys lie about. Probably all of the above. All right, we'll be back with more. Uh We'll be back with more. (laughs) We'll see if we have time. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. I'm just a (laughs) goat. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so last segment we talked about the lies that single people tell. You know, like Mm -hmm. women lie about their weight, and basically they lie about the same thing, just in different order. Of and what was the number one thing? Sure. Uh, <laughs> the number one thing was the number of sexual partners for both men and women. Just lying. So yeah, how just... many partners? Mm, can I Go ask ahead. y'all? Yeah. Go ahead. When you were single, uh huh. How many partners? Did... Oh, I was a virgin. <laughs> and now you lying right some more though. <laughs> right there, sure. <Shirley. laughs> And, that was good, two, though. I and believe. two for me, one and my her husband right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions? All right, yeah. So, come on, guys. What what else have you got? I know you guys have told some big old I lies. I done told some cold lies. Yeah. I done what told some lies that I done had to hold on to, to today. Like what? You sure you want to talk about that? No, yeah. Carla, I ain't. I really th- wish we'd talk about Junior. sports or something. This right here. Because <laughs> you thought about it. Yeah, huh? this ain't really that Junior, time. what you got? Yeah, Junior's single. Uh-huh. He can do it. Come on, Junior. Oh, dog, I done lied about everything from having a car to not having a car. I done lied about all that. I, I got caught in so many lies. I lied, said I had a car, but she saw me walking to the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't, lie, I didn't got caught. <laughs> and she rolled up on you, Junior. I'm talking about while I was there waiting on the 378. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. I'm lying. Which one you want? (laughs) 
I, I was homeless. I lived in the car. I told the girl I had a company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were CEO? I had a <laughs> I had a company. Yeah. And I was just uh down south mm-hmm. looking for uh new forms of energy saving so I could take back to my company in uh northern Ohio. Northern Ohio. She was cute, she was way out of my league. She said, uh, you wanna meet for dinner? Uh-huh. I met her in the mall. I said, Yeah, yeah, I'll meet you for dinner. And uh, I said, where you want to meet? She named a restaurant I'd never heard of. She gave me the direction. Uh-huh. I got to this restaurant. They had ballet. I said, I now, keep in mind, everything I own is in my car. Right. So when I got to ballet and I saw the sign that said, ballet, $5. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And you went around back. <laughs> I pulled up and that dude grabbed my dough. dough, dough. I said, excuse me? Mm-hmm. He said, we, we, we're the valet. I said, no, I don't do that. <laughs> Where's Self Park at? Uh-huh. He mm-hmm. said, right straight ahead to the left. I parked over there, man. I walked back to that restaurant. Mm-hmm. They opened the door. Mm-hmm. A maitre d' came. Mm-hmm. He said, right this way, sir. He walked me over to this fine chick. She had on a black dress. I had my little shirt tucked in. You know, I skinned it in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shirt tucked in tight. Had one of them uh, merry-go-round <laughs> pants on with yes. the pleats in it, yes. 32 waist. Uh-huh. Tied that belt down in a knot with a loop. Yeah. Yes. Had one of them Western shirts on, double-breasted. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, company. Yeah. Who <laughs> you were fly? What they call Sit it? Sit down there, man. Open up that menu and damn near couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Where has this have forgotten me? <laughs> I had forty dollars. I couldn't find nothing on that menu for ten dollars. Oh, <laughs> Once you see Matri D, partner, oh. you got issues. God, <laughs> uh, you want to tell us how it ended when we come back? Yeah, yeah, if you want me. To. Okay, last break of the day. Uh, when we come back, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, last break, we were talking about the biggest lies uh, that we've ever told. Well, the guys were anyway. And Steve, you left off uh, with telling us about dinner at this fancy exclusive restaurant with this young lady. I got $40. Uh-huh. This girl done set up in here and ordered, but she was like cool, so she was kind of part. She was trying to play a little bit too. You know, she wasn't mm-hmm. skinny. Mm-hmm. But you know she was thick though. She had you know she was nice. She was fine though. Oh, the way out my league. Though. I'm talking about so far. I don't know how I'm sitting there. Oof. <laughs> and uh, what did you take. order, man? I ain't order nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I I start feeling sick. <laughs> you couldn't eat. Mm. I'm just you know. Mm. So then she asked me. She said, "So what? What happened? Why don't you feel well?" I said, really, to be honest with you, I'm just, I'm, over, I'm overwhelmed right now. You know, just, just being here. Just, oh. It's a little bit much for me. So if you could just let me just take in the moment. I said, you know, I'm, I'm really not accustomed to this. She said, what do you mean? You don't go to nice restaurants? I go to nice restaurants all the time. I appreciate your honesty, Steve. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, you know, I'm just not accustomed to this. What I was saying was a woman like you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, now, do I go to nice restaurants? Yeah, I go all the time. Well, she didn't know. I just didn't go in. 
I was swung by. How that work? I was swung by all of them. Yeah, you know where they at. Ooh. You know where they at. You no, know, Rue Chris, I got to go by there. I couldn't go in Rue Chris, Brown Derby. I ain't got no money for that. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I go Olive Garden, sit there and eat all the bread sticks and salad and then get up. <laughs> Walk straight out. Cancel my order. I got a phone call. What phone? You don't have no cell phone? Yeah. It rang at the pay phone. <laughs> huh? <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah. Bread sticks <sighs> and salad. Oh. <laughs> I done told some lies, man. What? What? When we first moved to Cali, I, I, my, my biggest lie was telling this girl that Steve's house was mine and inviting her over while he was gone for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You had a whole party, didn't Man, you? Man, we it all up in there till that girl saw some shoes, some house shoes on the floor. He said, like, these ain't your shoes right here, huh? Your foot, this is, your foot way too small for this. <laughs> Man, get on up out of here. Why is Steve and his family everywhere? <laughs> oh, I had put some of my pictures up, though. Because <laughs> oh, I just had mom, so. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you guys. Have you learned anything from this experience? How to lie better? Oh, not to tell the oh, truth. Huh? That, no, that no, no I figured out mine was just go make some more money. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was my, my was that that was my whole motivation. Mm-hmm. I can't keep telling these lies. No. <laughs> so you got. So yeah, you I got to match up because <laughs> the lies I was telling sounded good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had created a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I need man. to start going to live this. Mm-hmm. I needed some money so bad, man, uh-huh. mm-hmm. because I just needed I, I needed to get elevated, man. I, I, I was struggling, man, with the not being where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I was struggling, man. Speaking of struggling, I don't want to bring this up, but what? what's up with Mello in Houston? Hey man, why God, we keep talking about this? No. Huh? Why we keep bringing this up? Why we keep bringing it up? Well, we're bring it up again because it's still new. What? Okay. okay. He not playing. He, he ain't been to the facility. He, why? he missed the last two games. Yeah, why? He, he say <laughs> undisclosed illness. What? That's what he said. He says undisclosed illness. We don't know what's wrong with him, but he ain't been to the facility. What kind of illness you think it is? Brickophobia. <laughs> <laughs> they don't work for the Rockets. Oh, <laughs> they know what's happening. Why he, he keep asking us shot. these questions? And I told you, Carla. Didn't I tell you, Tommy? Carla, didn't I tell y'all that Simon Miller was not going to help us? Yeah, you, you said did. it. Yeah, I you did. Said you said that. it out the gate. You called him Simon Miller. No. Simon Oh. <laughs> I thought you said yeah, not tell right you there. Simonella wasn't gonna help her. That ain't gonna help no damn body. <laughs> Simonella, you are one of a kind, Mr. Steve no, Harvey. Right. You know, what the hell are you talking about, Simonella? What they got to do with Carmelo? But hey, man, can I tell y'all something on the real? What? Mm. what? And I, I always wished for the best for Lala because I love her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And We're I think Melo's like a cool baby. guy. Yeah. But you know what I think? What? I think what happened to Carmelo Anthony is that he lost his rudder. He lost his rudder. His rubber. Rudder. Oh, rudder. R-U-D-D-E-R. A rudder is the directional device on your ship. Mm -hmm. And when I think him and Lala split, I think he lost his rudder. He was never the same after that. Why he cheated. But, you know, I think after that, 
I think he was never the same. When he went to OKC, he was never the same. Mm-hmm. He was never the same. Because, man, when you go through a traumatic thing like this and you lose a family that you deeply love, but you have no one to blame but yourself, it throws you, man. And I think that's what happened to Melo. Well, could he please get his family back and come back to work? Because we need him. Because he lost well, his rudder, man. Yeah, I, they, they say are they're working it out, Steve. Well, that's good they're if they're friends. working it out. Yeah. I hope they are. Yeah. You're but rooting for them, sure. He got to get that part together. I've always been a fan of theirs. I wish they could have made it. You man. know, I wish they could have yeah. survived it. But social media was too ugly to it. Yeah, but you they know. said they're, they're, they're getting back together, though, Steve. Okay, well, you heard that, but we need to hear up. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> he yeah. he does have a career. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he got he got to go ball somewhere. Get it together and make a shot. He was he was balling in Syracuse. He was a beast in college. Syracuse? He was a beast in college, man. He was. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A. And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. 
David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.